0: Welcome to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. We examine things like habits of entrepreneurs, emerging trends, financing, marketing, unique ideas, where to get help, even how to get started on your own. Want to tell the story of your small business? Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Today's story is why local car dealerships can't get millennials to stay in the auto retail business and the banker financing college educations for entire high school classes. Those stories after this. Whistle while you work? Is that really the most engaged we can hope for at work? We don't think so. With Workforce Solutions from Kronos, your people can do so much more. Like go above and beyond for a customer, improve a process, or bring care to someone else while they work. Great businesses are powered by great people. Find them, keep them, and engage them. With Workforce Solutions from Kronos. Learn more at Kronos.com. Kronos, workforce innovation that works. Car dealerships are facing a roadblock, convincing workers in their 20s and 30s to work and stay in the auto retail business. A talent and management firm called Hireology has found that nearly 60% of dealership hires are millennial workers, and more than half of those new hires turn over annually. It's a story by Wall Street Journal Autos reporter Adrian Roberts. Adrian, what's going on?
1: What's going on is turnover of salespeople and the ability for dealers to attract salespeople has always been a problem. It's, you know, it's not the most glamorous job, but what's happening is as this younger millennial generation and the generations after them enter the workforce, they're really rejecting this whole style of work, which is, you know, getting in at 8 in the morning, not leaving until every sale is complete and, you know, could be until 2 a.m., working weekends, you know, it's commission-based pay, which, so you don't have any of that certainty you know, at the end of each week that you're getting a paycheck, so it's becoming a bigger problem, and the effect for the customer is that you're going into a dealership now, and, and you may know more than the salesperson because there's tons of information on the internet that you can research, and you know the price you're willing to pay, and it creates this kind of uncomfortable experience where you may be saying, I'm willing to pay this price, and I know what I want, and the salesperson really isn't there with you. So it's affecting you know, all parts of this industry.
0: Wow. How do the salespeople get paid? I know you mentioned commission. They get nothing, like no base pay at all?
1: Not often. I mean, some people are changing, but the, the usual style is you get a, a certain percentage of um, whatever the dealer takes home for the vehicle. But that is really, that margin is so slim now because, like I said, if you walk into a dealership and you say, I know the car, you paid this much for the car, and I'm not willing to pay a penny more. Yeah. Well, the dealers are like, oh, we just got to make a sale, so they'll take that. So now dealers are starting to pay based on volume, um, and sometimes some are doing, uh, you know, a salary or hourly pay, but the majority still do this commission-based pay, which doesn't, you know, it's it's, until you get really good at selling cars, you might not make a lot of money at the beginning.
0: So this doesn't fit with uh, with the values too. I think you were explaining. Talk about that a little more, like because uh, millennials, what don't like to negotiate?
1: Yeah, they don't like to negotiate, and they just they, you know, the idea of going in and and haggling is just not something they're used to. This is a generation that, you know, can buy pretty much anything they want on the internet. They can read all the reviews about it, and it's a seamless experience. And Buying a car is kind of the one <laughs> the one um, thing left where you have to go in and you don't know what you're going to pay and people are lying to you. So it's the one retail experience that really doesn't line up with millennial values. And then if you're a millennial looking for work, you're not really necessarily going to want to work at a car dealership that's, gonna, that's so different from the way you buy any other product.
0: Wow. We're speaking with Adrian Roberts, autos reporter at the Wall Street Journal. She's written about the struggle to find millennials who want to be car salesmen these days. How much of that might have to do with the job market? In that you know, these folks can probably get a better-paying job elsewhere.
1: Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, if the, there's a really low unemployment, like rates, so you can get any other job as well. But I, I think part of the part of the problem too is. Um, Oh my God! I'm sorry, I lost my train That's of okay. thought. Okay. Can you ask me that question again? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Sure. Just, just think about the job market in general. Uh, it seems you can, you know, there's a job for almost everybody. So maybe they don't, at this point in their lives, want to take that kind of job.
1: Right. And, and the thing is, is there is the potential to make a lot of money as a car dealer, um, you know, we have in here that it's, you can earn $44,000 a year, which may not seem like a ton, but that's more than the average um, for any other retail job, which is around 27000 So, there is the potential there, but you are not going to get that walking in on the first day. You are going to have to work for that, um, and, you know, you can make a lot of money, but it's going to take a while, and a lot of millennials are kind of rejecting that. They want... Um, a good work-life balance. They want to be able to have their weekends, um, and that's just not in line with their values. So it makes it even tougher um, for dealers to find them. Wow.
0: How have owners had to change with regards to the way folks are paid generally at a car dealership?
1: Could you repeat the question?
0: Yeah. How, how have things changed for owners? Because I, I, I think you mentioned there was one owner who used to pay a percentage... Of the oh, vehicle oh, sale. Right. Yeah. Because the margins right. got so tight.
1: Right. Yeah. So so the way they typically pay is not I mean, a lot of them are still doing that, which is on commission. Um, which I mean they're making less money now and so the salespeople are making less money. But there are ways around it and some are experimenting with, you know, they still pay on commission but then they'll give a volume bonus. So the more innovative dealers out there are looking for ways because they to keep Um, salespeople by paying them differently because they realize, you know, there's a stat out there that it costs a dealer $10,000 every time they turn over a position. So the smart dealers realize that they're losing money um, if they don't keep their staff and some are starting to pay a little more. But, you know, it's scary for them because the business is changing um, and this is the way it's always been done with this commission-based pay. So... So um, it's a slow movement, but, yeah. but some dealers are getting there.
0: The turnover picture you painted in the story is scary.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, they are, there are ways to keep employees, and, and it is a good job that pays a lot of money if you can get there. But, um, you know, I think, I think it'll be interesting to watch this play out as more people grow up um, buying everything on the Internet. And yet you still have this industry where you have to go into a car dealership to buy a car and it's just not the experience you're used to with retail. So I think you know we'll see what happens, but um, for now I, I don't think it looks <laughs> too good.
0: Thanks Adrian, Wall Street Journal Autos reporter Adrian Roberts. more after this. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. All it takes is 15 minutes to find out if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. And Geico offers coverage for more than just car insurance. Got a motorcycle? Geico's got you covered. Got an RV? Covered. Got a boat? Covered. How about homeowners or renters insurance? You bet. Geico's got you covered. And there's so much more Geico could help with. Plus, don't forget the discounts. Go to geico.com today and see how much you could save. That's geico.com. Well, finally, few would question the generosity of a man who promised to pick up the cost of a two-year degree for an entire high school class. Well, there should be no doubts now after businessman Dennis Franson again extended the same offer, this time to every student of the 2019 graduating class in Luck, Wisconsin. It's a story from USA Today. Mr. Franson, a self-made success who now has 35 branches of Franson Bank and Trust in communities across Minnesota and Wisconsin, offered to pay for two years of technical college for all of the 34 prospective graduates this year from Luck High School. Mr. Franson first made headlines when he offered the two-year scholarship to last year's 59-member graduating class of Rush City High School in Minnesota. He's doing the same again for that school this year, by the way. Mr. Franson was born in luck, says he frequently attends high school graduations, and noted that nearly all the scholarships go to the top students in each class. So he decided it would be his mission to spread around the wealth and opportunity a bit. Reminder, by the way, the Small Business Report is found on our website, which is ThisMorningWithGordonDeal.com. That's also where you can hear our daily news program called This Morning, America's First News. Again, if you'd like to share your small business story, I'd like to hear it. You can send me an email at GDeal at CompassMediaNetworks.com. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal.